G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, let's turn our attention to the plight of the Victorian MP Moira Deeming, who has been suspended from the Liberal Party room in Victoria. The Victorian Liberal leader, John Pasuto, was expecting to expel her from the party, but a suspension is the alternative and that'll last for nine months. The Victorian Liberals have suspended her after Nazis showed up at an event where she was speaking. Well, James McPherson is joining us. He's an independent journalist, political commentator and the host of the Sky News program, The Late Debate. He's also the author of the book Notes from Woketopia, Laying Bare the Lunacy of Woke Culture. James, a special welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Thanks for having me. Hey, James, with what's happened in Victoria, how do you think uh, the Victorian Liberals look after they've gone through their party room meeting and they've come up with a nine-month suspension? Well, the Victorian Liberals look weak, uh, they look reactionary, and they look like a rabble. Um, This all began because Daniel Andrews, the Victorian Premier, came out, as he is wont to do, and criticised the Let Women Speak rally, accusing organisers of being in cahoots with Nazis. Now, this was a ridiculous claim, and the Liberal Victorian leader, instead of standing up and supporting what these women were trying to do, which was simply to advocate for um, the safety of women's spaces, i.e. bathrooms, from biological men identifying as women, and for the integrity of women's sport, i.e. women not having to compete against biological men. Instead of John Pesuto supporting those things, he immediately wet the bed and started panicking that uh, one of his MPs might have been associated with Nazis and he needed to look strong. So he immediately came out and said that he was going to expel her from the party room. So, look, it just made them look reactionary. And, of course, he hasn't been able to follow through. He didn't have the numbers in the party room to vote her out. And so what they've ended up with is this weird suspension, which makes no sense because if Moira Deeming is an associate of Nazis, she should be expelled and banished forever. If she's not an associate of Nazis, then she should not be suspended at all. So what they've ended up with is Moira Deeming is suspended from the party room for nine months because she's an associate of Nazis. And in nine months, the Liberal Party will welcome back a woman who is an associate of Nazis. That position is incredibly um, contradictory. So when they had their party room meeting yesterday, uh, in your view, they ought to have come to a black and white decision and not had a grey response to all of this because the nine-month suspension actually is a grey response, isn't it? It's, uh, it doesn't take anyone anywhere. In fact, it keeps the issue alive, doesn't it, for nine months because now everyone's setting their calendar and saying, well, we're returning to this story in nine months' time to check on how the leadership's going and how the Nazi connections are. Uh, So it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, if you are caught in this position, you you have to make a decision one way or another. It's a yes-no response, not a grey area. And and that was the Victorian Liberal leader, John Pasito's problem. Because he 
came out so strongly and he said more redeeming must be expelled. There was no option for him as a leader to fail. Uh, now, when he realized he didn't have the numbers to expel her from the party room, uh, his options were he loses a vote in his own party room. Well, that completely undermines and destroys his leadership. Uh, or he comes out and admits he was wrong, which also undermines his leadership. So what they've ended up with is um, a woman who spoke at a Let Women Speak event being suspended to save face for a, an incompetent man. So we've got a gate-crashing, two groups, in fact, gate-crashing the Let Women Speak event, and Moira Deeming was one of the speakers there. So you had the uh, the trans group and you had the Nazi group, and... How have your views been around the thought that uh, while this was a Let Women Speak event, uh, that's really all the oxygen has, oxygen has been taken out of their, uh, their ideas and uh, all of the oxygen has been given to the Nazis and to the trans warriors? It's kind of ironic, isn't it? I mean, a group of women meet on the steps of the Victorian Parliament uh, to talk about women's issues and no one gets to hear what any of these women say about women's issues because men completely dominate the whole agenda. Um, one group of men and another group of men performing a Nazi salute. So um, let women speak, but no one ever heard what the women said. Uh, James, your thoughts here, because uh, I've heard Moira Deeming described as a sensible, practical, homeschooling mother of four and a passionate pro-lifer, not afraid to speak of her Christian beliefs in the public square. Any thoughts here around her Christianity and her place there in the Victorian Parliament on the Liberal side? Uh, thoughts here about the fact that she seems to be a target in all of this? Well, the way Maura Deeming came into Parliament was uh, she was working with Bernie Finn. Bernie Finn was a Liberal MP in the Western Metro region, Bernie Finn was a very strong Christian and famously anti-abortion. Um, he started speaking out publicly against abortion. The Liberal Party did not like that, and so they got rid of him. Well, sadly for the Liberal Party, the local branch then pre-selected his protege, Moira Deeming, who is even more outspoken on issues like abortion and women's rights and um, she's very anti the LGBTQ movement, particularly as it pertains to um, getting involved in schools. So what the Victorian Liberal Party ended up with in trying to get rid of Bernie Finn, a Christian they didn't like, was more redeeming, a Christian that they like even less. And she's not been shy at all about speaking uh, out uh, about her Christian views. Her maiden speech to the Victorian Parliament just some months ago was incredibly impressive, where she spoke about her Christian beliefs and her desire to protect um, particularly women and children from progressive ideas that are dangerous and potentially harmful. And the Liberal Party have not liked this because the Liberal Party don't want to rock the boat. John Pesuto continually goes on about how their party wants to be uh, inclusive and they want to govern for everybody, which really is code for we don't want to say anything that will upset anybody. Well, if you don't want to upset anybody, get out of the business of politics because you're always going to upset somebody in politics because you've got to make decisions. So the Victorian Party are trying to uh, please everybody, which essentially means they'll end up pleasing nobody. And Moira Deeming, of course, is a woman of conviction and principle. They don't like that. 
So John Pesuto wanted to expel her and the compromise was that she would be suspended. Uh, And you can look at all of the negatives in all of that. But is there an upside in the thought that he didn't have the numbers to get rid of her? Uh, There must be some people who are in the liberal side of politics in Victoria who actually think that uh, she has some grounds to be there and to be able to have a voice. Yeah, there's no doubt that she has supporters within the party, which is encouraging. But the other bit of news that came out last night, uh, Moira Deeming um, gave the speech that she gave to the party room. She gave that to um, Peter Quedlin from Sky News. And in the speech that Moira Deeming gave in her own defence to her colleagues uh, yesterday morning, she told them about how she herself was a victim of sexual assault. Uh, And I I I don't think we should underestimate how much that changed the mood in the party room because it explained, firstly, her passion uh, for advocating for uh, the safety of women, particularly in bathrooms and change rooms. The other thing it did was it made it very difficult for the Liberals to expel her from the party room because now they're expelling a woman who is the victim of sexual assault for campaigning for safety for women. That was always going to be an untenable position. What's sad is that she needed to reveal those details about her own life in order to save her political skin. No woman should be put in that position. And so, yes, she's got supporters within the Liberal Party, but uh, it's unfortunate that the support required her still to divulge details about her own private life that she probably would have preferred to have kept private. So she brings out these personal details and she reveals that she herself is a victim of sexual assault and she is still suspended. I mean, in some sense, there'll be a lot of people don't make too much of a difference between expulsion and suspension. Uh, There's a time limit on the suspension. But really, I mean, here's the Liberal Party in Victoria. They have suspended a woman who is a victim of sexual assault, who was speaking up for women who she doesn't want to see as being victims of sexual assault. So there's a really challenging situation because whether it's expulsion or suspension, it still looks bad. You can't make it up, can you? Uh, So the suspension effectively helps John Pesuto, the Liberal leader, to save face. Uh, He still is able to look strong, like he's taken a stand against Nazi sympathisers. Meanwhile, Moira Deeming has not been... Uh, expelled from the party, she will just spend some time thinking about her behaviour, whatever that behaviour was, uh, before being allowed back. So this is a way of trying to save face uh, and not um, completely punish Moira Deeming. She's been suspended for nine months. Most political commentators are betting that by the time she comes back to the party room, John Pesuto will not be the leader of the Victorian Liberal Party. I think has fatally damaged his leadership. There's something in this, I guess, not just for Victoria, but for uh, anyone who might be on the conservative side of politics all around the country, uh, because the attempt to play to the woke crowd uh, is, I think, in this case, likely to backfire. But that's something. What are your thoughts here about if this sends a message to anyone who might be on the opposite side of woke politics around Australia as to how they actually formulate a position when these things come up? Yeah, well, woke is like the the exploding cigar. If you're going to smoke it, um, it is going to blow up in your face at some point. And John Pesuto has clearly been smoking the woke cigar. It's blown up in his face. 
Um, but I mean, we've had instances like this um, before. Uh, famously, um, Andrew Thorburn, who was the CEO of the Essendon Football Club and was kicked out because of his links to a church that dared to preach a biblical view of sexuality. Well, Andrew Thorburn, when he was at the NAB Bank, he was a big proponent of LGBTQ pride in AFL games and the NAB's sponsorship of different um, gay pride events. So on the one hand, he was smoking the woke cigar. Then on the other hand, it blew up in his face. So I, I think what is necessary is for people to take a principled stand based on their convictions and then hold strongly to it. There's no point trying to be all things to all men, and there's no point saying things you don't believe to try to keep the woke brigade from devouring you. Um, eventually, um, these things catch up with you, and so you've simply got to take a stand for what you believe in, and I really respect Moira Deeming for doing that. She was prepared to be expelled from the Liberal Party room rather than to uh, say things just to um, placate people who wanted her to say certain things. And as it's turned out, she's probably come out of this looking stronger. And I think that's the message for most people. If you stick to your convictions and you're prepared to cop some heat, um, it might take a while, but eventually um, you'll be repaid by looking strong and um, looking as someone who's principled. Challenging, though, isn't it, uh, when you are the member of one of the major parties because there is a party line. There's something that has to be maintained uh, in the way that there's a public expression of what the party believes. And uh, I note uh, just one report that she accepted her suspension and will continue to support diverse communities in Victoria. Uh, There's... An interesting element here because oftentimes when people who are part of a party environment will be forced to say things when they are under discipline. So when you're under discipline, there might even be even more pressure on her to say all the right things uh, that are in agreement with where the party's going. Any thoughts about that? Because uh, some people will think that's that's tough for a Christian to do uh, when you're almost forced to say the wrong things. It's funny, you know, the the language is really interesting. She promised to support diverse communities. Well, I think any reasonable person never believed that Moira Deeming was not supporting diverse communities. She's not anti-transgendered people. She's not calling for transgendered people to be stripped of any rights. She was always campaigning for women and young girls to um, have their rights to, as I said, you know, their own private spaces in bathrooms and the integrity of women's sport. So I don't think Moira Deeming has needed to compromise by simply agreeing that she'll support diverse communities. Every Christian supports diverse communities. We all um, want to display love and care for our fellow human beings. That doesn't mean we agree with everything. It doesn't mean that we support every idea, but we're always supportive of other people. They are, they've been, they've done. So I don't think she's compromised herself by by agreeing to that. And of course, she's been smart enough to use the language that uh, the Liberal Party deems satisfactory. Well, as I understand it, she's a Presbyterian and the Presbyterian leader has come out in support of her. That's Peter Barnes, Dr. Peter Barnes. Uh, what are your thoughts for church leaders and whether they are 
or ought to be involved in this and making statements and uh, defending uh, who Christian people are in politics. Uh, is there a place for that? Or uh, once you're in politics and you're in a party and you've been elected, uh, are you on your own? What are your thoughts here for church leaders? I, I think church leaders need to avoid being partisan. That is, um, church leaders probably it would be unwise to come out in support of this party or that party, because the moment you do that, you divide your own congregation and you make it very difficult to reach people in your community who might vote differently. On the other hand, pastors do need to speak about principles that are debated in the public square, such as the rights of women, such as freedom of speech, such as freedom of religion. So I think pastors and leaders can come out in support of Moira Deeming, not because she's a Liberal Party member, but because she's expressing her sincerely held religious beliefs. That's an important right that serves everybody in the community well. Uh, she's supporting the rights and the safety of women. That's an important principle that uh, is of a benefit to everybody when we espouse it. So I think polit uh, church leaders speak out on these issues. They just need way that they're not a particular party, but rather they're standing for a timeless principle. And of course, uh, on this program, we'll often say we pray for our political leaders, whether we like them or not, uh, whether we agree with them or not. Uh, we know that God has the final say. James McPherson, always so good getting your great insights. Uh, let me point listeners to how they can get a, a hold of something in their inbox each day by going to jamesmcpherson.substack.com. You're writing commentary on a whole host of uh, really controversial issues. And I know that a lot of listeners who already do subscribe and they're getting those free items in their inbox each day will recognise that you have a fabulous, even fun way of talking about some of the very serious issues that we're facing. Uh, James McPherson, independent journalist, political commentator and also host of the Sky News program The Late Debate. You can see that each night, weeknights on Sky. He's also the author of the book Notes from Woketopia, Laying Bare the Lunacy of Woke Culture. But jamesmcpherson.substack.com to subscribe to that free daily email. James, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.